Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Gerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have one of my favorite people here, Giulio Consiglio, is back on the High Road. And welcome back, Giulio. Thank you for having me, Nancy. It's always a pleasure to be here and talk with you. It's a pleasure. He's written this book. It's called Cosmic Contact, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the extraterrestrials. And let me give you a little information about Julio before we get started. He is a spiritual teacher. He's an author who focuses on the transformative power of inner stillness, the mind-body-spirit connection, and psychic ability development. His message is that there is life beyond fear and incessant thinking, and it is found in the dimensions of inner stillness, and that's the truth. Julio currently offers his consciousness-based teaching to individuals and groups. And what is your website, Julio? I don't see it. it. It's julioconsiglio.com. Okay, so it's J-I-U-L-I-O-N-S-I-G-L-I-O.com. All right, and we're going to talk about what's happening. And this is cool. We were talking before the show um, about you know, making contact. And this first started for you, I guess it was like, what, 2020? October, the fall. 2020. Tell your story. Tell us what happened when you first made contact. Uh, So I had actually been spending time in the townhouse for several months because I was writing. So this one evening I came out, it was essentially the first time I met my neighbors. And there were two of them back there, Matt and James. And I suddenly got the urge to to look in the northwest sky. And what I saw was a pill-shaped object coming down through the clouds at about a 45-degree downward trajectory. And I ended up recording that one. And we had two sightings that night. But what I want to say is that evening with them opened the door to just incredible low range sightings that included orbs and what I describe as a transforming triangle. Okay. Now you were in Canada, Ontario, Canada. Yeah. And you, and I want to say this right off the bat, the reason that you were able to see what you've learned after, and we'll talk about this is that you were open. Absolutely. I knew that this phenomena existed and having experienced paranormal uh, stuff in the in the past, I knew anything was possible. Okay. Now you start to carry on a conversation with the extraterrestrials, and he says, I, "I'm going to say he. I'm not sure if it's male or female, or a lot of them don't have a a, a sex, but they say some of the ETs are from parallel dimensions." Uh, he says, "Similar to Earth." Others come from far away star systems. Um, some are stationed within your own galaxy. So yeah, how so did it, communication start. I mean, like, did he just start downloading and you started to write it down, or what happened? 
So a, a few months into the experiences and the sightings, I, I was taking notes the whole time, like when uh, a, a sighting took place. And so I felt one night, I've got to connect with them. I want to connect with, with this intelligence behind this. So I started to write a book in a sense. And when I put my attention, I started receiving answers instantly as downloads I described. Right. He would ask the question. And that's how it goes in the book, you guys. He asked the question and then they answer you. Now, who are who is who are you work? Who are you dealing with? Are you dealing with somebody who is from Palladia, from Sirius? I mean, do they where are they from? Who is the who are you dealing with? So the description they gave me is they're coming from all different parts of the galaxy, from parallel dimensions, from Sirius, the Palladians. And when I asked, you have individual names, they essentially said, we don't operate like that. So you can refer to us as the collective. So when I see that, I see as a collective. It could be a thousand. It could be 20,000. That I'm not sure of yet. But it's a collective consciousness is, is what I uh, make contact with. Okay. And what they said, you guys, this is so, as I read this, it just made so much sense. They did say that um, they want to meet us, but we have to meet them halfway. And what that means is coming from a place of unconditional love and fearlessness. So letting go of the fear. Right. right. So that's where we're at, you guys. Now, I want to talk about, before we get into I'm going to read some of the book today because it's so interesting and it's so amazing. And you guys, I've got all these pages marked. I didn't even make it through the whole thing. I wouldn't have had more shows this week. <laughs> it's just amazing. Uh, so thank you. This, yeah, you did a great job, Julia, on this book. Interesting cloud formations. Now, the first I've experienced is cloud formations and we'll talk about that, but I want to talk about your first, um, experience you saw like an et you saw a gray like the head and the eyes in the clouds talk about that a minute and you took a picture yeah so i was power walking this one day uh, in a city i grew up in and for some reason i stopped and just took a picture of the sky for no apparent reason because of the sun glare i couldn't look at the image right then and there so i got home cleaned up and i remembered oh i took a picture and when i look at it it, it it was instant the, the cloud on the left appeared to me what a gray would look like. And the one to the right appeared sort of like a different species. So I, I showed some people and even people that I know were, were skeptical and they, they said, yeah, these look like faces. So I made nothing much of that after I, uh, it was about two years later that the, the sightings began. Why do you think, do you think they were just giving you signs so you could get an idea that they were there? Or what do you think that was all about? I think that's, uh, my sense is that's what happened. So they were sort of giving me a little taste, a little introduction of how they can communicate. Um, I don't look at clouds the same way uh, anymore. That's for sure, especially with the experiences we've had here in the backyard. Yeah, I don't either. And I was, I'll tell the audience very quickly. I went to Sedona in April of this year and um, experienced the same thing. I had, I always looked at clouds when I was driving and said, oh, this looks like that or this looks like that. But I roomed with Celestine Starr and she's uh, was part of the Galactic Federation here on Earth who worked with the Galactics. And she taught, she took me on Skywatch. 
and I had never been. And she showed like during the day, since we roomed together, we would, we were in Sedona and we would drive down the road and she would say, do you see the ships? And I started to, you know, and I had never realized before, but you could see the ships behind the clouds and talk about that. Why do they, they cloak themselves behind the clouds? Absolutely. So they can, what I've, witnessed is it's consciousness-based technology. They can upgrade or downgrade their energy signature. And really, you know, it takes virtually nothing to just blend into a cloud or uh, orbs blending into a cloud. It's it's actually the perfect cover. Yeah. And you say in the book, and I'm, I'm kind of skipping ahead a little bit, but of like if an airplane was coming through, they're at such a high vibration that they're on a different dimension. So they're in this dimension and in another dimension simultaneously. So that airplane just goes right through and doesn't even realize, correct? Absolutely. And there's so much more to this unseen, but their resonance when they are in that sixth dimension, seventh dimension, you know, they can be present and, you know, nothing would happen. There's a totally different resonance between that 3D object and their frequency. Okay. Now, you and Matthew and James have been doing this for a while. I guess you've become pretty good friends. <laughs> I mean, we have. I was reading the book and I thought, I wonder what Matthew and James think about the book. <laughs> I mean, they probably loved it, right? Oh, are you kidding? They, they, I, I basically, I mean, our expressions are, or the, you know, the way we responded to these sightings. I mean, it's just that it is what it is. It's just outstanding. So, yeah. I mean, because this goes on. So the first collective sighting was October 2020. And then you start to see black, and, and I, tell me if I'm off on time here. There are black silent triangle sightings at close range. And that starts to happen after or during, I mean, when does that come in? So that was about a week after the initial sighting. We we're in the backyard and just chatting. And for some reason, I moved about eight feet from the guys. And this is what sort of astounds me is I got the vibrational hit or the urge to look straight up. When I looked up, blended into the night sky, and it was a clear night, was about 200 feet above us, a black, silent triangle. No lights. What I did notice was circular grayish looking pads. The only light coming off it was from the street lamp about 50, 60 feet away. So they're getting closer. And I, and, and I want to point out what you said vibrationally energetically he felt and that's when you looked up because you felt that they were there absolutely and you know i'll leave i've even been there's been instances where i've been in the family room and and i get the urge to go out and sometimes i've ignored it and i'll get a text get out here things are starting to happen so uh they they communicate through frequency and vibration oh sorry a text from who from my neighbors. Oh, so I, okay. Yeah, so I'll get out there and then all heaven literally breaks loose. Uh, sightings, like, it's just absolutely incredible. So we're getting ready to go to commercial break and it's because we're doing the podcast, you guys, today. I need to mention that. Um, do the guys, have the guys also become more in tune? I feel that they have become more in tune because it sort of forces you when you're looking up to focus your awareness. So they're, they're picking up that, you know, a lot of times you can get the signals, the environment changes before a sighting happens even. So no, they're picking up on it. Picking up on it. You guys were um, 
on Binge TV today, but we also have a podcast that is High Ridge Humanity. It's of the same name as the channel. We are on um, Apple. You can find us on Toginet Radio, who produces the podcast. You can find us on Spotify. And um, I just want to mention, if you want to listen, I'm here today with Giulio Consiglio. His book is Cosmic contact when we come back we're going to talk about self-love because it's the key this is nancy Earle. this is high road to humanity and we will be right back hang on we have more stories to tell on high road to humanity check out nancy's website nancyyearout.com to book a session with nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and I have some very exciting news to share with you. High Road to Humanity can now be found on Apple TV and Roku. I've signed on with Healing Within TV, and this is where you'll find my channel, High Road to Humanity. This platform offers live interaction, so you'll be able to ask questions and call in when we go live. I just want to thank everyone for supporting the show all these years, and I will see you on the high road. God bless. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Earl, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm back here today with Giulio Consiglio. His book is Cosmic Contact, Spiritual Insights into Triangular UFOs, Extraterrestrial Communication, and Encounter Preparation. I like that, because it's time. It's time, right? Now, they, well, I'm going to read from your book. It's amazing. This book was really, really well written. I want to say that. And... Um, all this stuff is so true. You talk about self-love is the key. And the reason we haven't connected with them is because people haven't um, come up to that vibration of self-love yet. Is that what you feel too? But um, this, well, go ahead. No, the, we, it, it, that love is already within us. It's just becoming aware of it and letting go of those, those thoughts that limit us. And fear. Exactly. Yeah. I want to read this. This is, Julio asked, the um the extraterrestrial how would you describe self-love why is it so important and this is what he says and this is so important so i want you guys to sit back and relax and listen to this we are delighted that you have asked and that you have recognized us self-love is everything everything begins from within our outer world is painted by our inner view if you're filled with fear, doubt, and uncertainty, what kind of world do you think you'll see? If you lack self-love, what kind of relationships do you expect you'll have with human beings or otherwise? It all starts with you. Take care of you first. Attend to the self first. This is the most important relationship of all. So important. We can't be of service to others unless we're first anchored in ourselves. Right. 
So one other thing I want to, one other paragraph I'm going to read and then I'll shut up. (laughs) This is just so amazing though. He says, being in the space of self-love shifts you from inner conflict and resistance to inner calm and a spirit of allowing. You're no longer struggling, trying to go upstream, but rather are going with the flow. And it's when you're in the flow of things that everything begins to fall into place. You begin to attract the right partner, the right people for business or projects. You experience incredible synchronicity and life in essence becomes quite magical because it is. Fabulous, right? (laughs) It's life-changing. It is. I mean, this just says it all. And then Julio gives 10 ways to practice self-love. And do you mind if I read them? No, please go ahead. Forgiveness is number one. Make time for yourself. That's just not forgiving others. That's forgiving yourself too. Let me say that. Inter- Don't forget that. Feel free to interject anytime. Make time for yourself. Many of us can be people pleasers, and um, that's something I'm working on is doing stuff for me because I always do for everybody else. And it's I have to make a conscious effort. What about you? Yeah, and you—it's sort of like having boundaries, healthy boundaries. It's not that you want to disappoint anyone, but you, you can't spread yourself so thin that you lose yourself. Right. Number three is let go of comparisons. We all have our own strengths and attributes. Celebrate our differences rather than compare them. I love this. Have boundaries. Just like you said, it's okay to say no sometimes, you know, accept yourself. Part of self-love is accepting yourself unconditionally, the dark and the light. Feed your soul is number six. Number six, find your passion. Immerse yourself in what you love to do. And that's true. Connect with nature is number seven. Being outdoors has a way of grounding and centering us. Number eight is let go of what's no longer serving you. That's not always easy to do, Um, but um, they want you to do that. Number nine, not worrying of others' opinions. We can't really control how others perceive us. Love that. And number 10 is take time to attend to the physical body our food choices and exercise. Every one of these hits home with me, every single one. And they're practices. They're things that you can put into practice virtually on a daily basis. Right. Now, so we have to shift. So from what they're telling you and talk about this, they've said that we have to shift from fear to love in order for them to meet us. What do you think? What that means is essentially, see, we've been conditioned to operate between the past and the future, but the ascension ladder is the present moment. So becoming very aware of the present moment is the first step in sort of breaking that cycle of past, future, that is a conditioning. It's just the conditioning that we all experience coming into this reality. And then connecting deeply to that inner being that is transcendent of the thinking mind. So the thinking mind, there's nothing wrong with it, but there is a vastness to us and it's that inner stillness. Connect with that and you will remember exactly who you are. Yeah, and we're gonna talk more about that. But before we get into that whole inner stillness thing, I wanna rewind a little bit. Go back to October 17, 2021. 
you had, is that when you had the two to 300 feet you were talking about sighting that you just talked about? That was the triangle. That was the triangle. Now, I experienced the spontaneous flashings of light. I want to know what their meaning is or what you believe the meaning is. So it took me a year to figure out where these spontaneous flashes of light were coming from. Just after that sighting with that triangle, we were heading towards winter. And I would literally go out the back porch door, throw something into recycling and have a massive flash come out of nowhere. And this was happening sporadically. It took me a year, but I realized this one particular night, I experienced a flash and minutes later experienced a sighting with this triangle and I connected it. It's this triangle that has been making that contact with me. So it's been pretty in incredible. And it's gotten to the point where I have several videos, for example, on Instagram, I'll have a flash and then I'll respond and say, can you do that again? And the unseen object does respond. So since we're talking about this, let's talk about you personally and your ship that seems to follow you. Tell the audience about that. So are we talking about this black triangle again? So, 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 I, so I asked the collective, uh, what's it like operating in this triangle? And I have my hands on the keyboard and I kept getting nothing, like a wall. And I, I sort of pushed and I said, what's it like? And what I was told through this channeling was, it's not so much a part of their consciousness as it is a part of mine. And essentially, it came with me as I came into this reality. Even now, I, I, I can't even believe it. I said, I'll take it, what you're saying, but it's too sort of incredible to even to contemplate. So do we all have a ship? I... I sense that we come in with guides, ships. It, uh, we're, we're stepping into the quantum field. And until we realize and become really expansive in our awareness, we can't really begin to fathom the support and the unconditional love that is here now, always with us. So right. it, it's got to be a personal experience, you know, as much as, words and you know have some meaning you have to experience it yourself interesting you know we got about three minutes but i want to talk about you do a chapter chapter three where you say we're not so different and they say we don't have marriages as you do on earth but we choose our partners through our hearts this really hit home too with me through the conscious awareness that we are in alignment with each other being sort of on the same page. So it says, we don't place our happiness in another's hands, but rather share our happiness. Boy, isn't this how it should be? And um, it says, we don't place our happiness in other's hands, but rather share our happiness. And that, by the way, is the key to a successful relationship. <laughs> Self-responsibility. It's spiritual maturity, I, I that hit home. Personal evolution allows for harmonious relationships in our experience. And I've always said this, you know, eventually, and they say it right here, eventually we'll recognize each other by our souls, not by what we look like on the outside. This is just a costume. 
we will recognize each other by our souls. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so it's coming from a spiritual awareness that, you know, we are already whole and complete. And the moment you seek outwardly to be to be made complete, that now pulls you back into unconsciousness. And that is what causes so many problems in relationships. If you approach a relationship, not looking what you can get out of it, but what you can share with another, boy, that transforms what that experience is going to be like. And you shift from a relationship being a source of suffering to one of actually expansion and growth, unconditional love that is beyond words. Right. And that's what we're heading towards. And thank goodness. Absolutely. <laughs> for a while. All right. I'm going to do another break, you guys. I'm here today with Giulio Consiglio. His book is Cosmic Contact. This is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity. And we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Help me, TogiNet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at TogiNet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with Giulio Consiglio. We're talking about the extraterrestrials we're talking about making contact and we're talking about relationships and um you were just saying continue on we were talking on the break you said what is the percentage of divorce rates right now so i think it's now reaching 75 percent. like it's it, it's really really exploding the divorce rates right i'm gonna throw some at you that really hit me hit home with me the other day i had an astrologer on from great britain and what he said to me was, he said, most of my clients are women. And most of my clients, I, I picked this up because I'm an empath. And he said, most of my clients are empaths. And, you know, this female and male energy has been out of whack for so long. And what I realized was having this conversation with him was that the females have been being drained of their, and don't take this personally, Julia, of no. their 
energy, right? And we've been giving away our energy, giving away our power. And I can speak for myself, you know, the females have been giving away their power to the males who have chosen, a lot of them who've chosen not to uh, expand their consciousness. It's easier for them to just take it from somebody else. It's incredible that you're mentioning this because I'm seeing this right now unfold. Like I, I know of so many people that are, it's enough. I, I've, I've contributed everything and there's nothing being reciprocated. So I completely resonate. I, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the women are giving all the men are not giving back. They're just taking, taking, taking. And then the women are saying enough is enough. If they have enough strength to stand up and say, Hey, and they're becoming aware and they're realizing it. Absolutely. When, a, especially when a, a woman has to invoke her male energy also, you know, a woman wants to operate mostly in the divine feminine. The right. moment they're having to invoke all this male energy, that creates imbalance, that will create resentment. And it, it, that just, you know, it won't last in that sense. Yeah, there has to be balance of the male and the female. But I just found that fascinating that at this time, now let's go back to what they say. And I'm talking about the ETs. They say, um, so I want to just kind of, it says, let us explain having gone through our own evolutionary process. So they've gone through this process that we're going through right now. And, um, and he says, it continues, the process continues. There is no ceiling. I like that. And he says, we've recognized the deep value in forgiveness as well as its transformative potential. But when one reaches that stage of clarity where perfection is seen in all things and everyone, forgiveness isn't even necessary. Absolutely. So you can get to a point where you've transcended the ego completely. Your mind is silent. Yeah. And seeing the world of form, so the outer world, you realize that it is simply an expression of consciousness. The only true reality is who you are relative to God or source. Mm -hmm. This ego thing that we have experienced, you know, when we shift from ego to, you know, realizing and getting rid of the ego, you know, I felt like reading this, I want to know your opinion. I felt like, okay, we all come down here. This is a big test. We all have forgotten who we are. Um, it's up to us to become aware and get rid of the ego. Remember who we are and ascend. Is that what this is? So it, pr pretty accurate. So it's not that you're going, you're going to actually make the shift from identifying with the ego to realizing your reality in inner stillness. So the ego is going to shift from being a source of one's suffering to actually a reminder and an indicator to go back in to reconnect with stillness. So it, it's, it, it's, if you look at it almost even from a quantum point of view, the moment of enlightenment is when that electron, that negative energy is cast out of you, but it still orbits the atom and you're not one with it. It's now just something on the outskirts and you're now free, liberated. You're now self-actualizing. I love that. That's a good explanation. Thank you. They say that um, some of them have families, but it's of choice. It's like 50-50. And so they say having families for them is a, is a conscious choice. Some have children, some don't. That was it. It's pretty remarkable. And they, I find that they make, they make their choices 
from the highest self. So what will not only serve them, but what would serve the, the all that is. So I find it quite remarkable. I don't know if I read this or not. Did I read this, that our perspective, everyone is viewed beyond their physical appearance first? You did not read that, but that is a great yeah. point. I know, I'm going to read this. Through our perspective, every you guys got to get this book. <laughs> it's really <laughs> Through our perspective, everyone is viewed beyond their physical appearances. First, the physical always comes. Second, it's not that we value one's spiritual nature more, but it's that we recognize one's soul first as we recognize it within ourselves. Come on. We're getting there, huh? This is, by the way, is where humanity is headed. The day is coming where the individual will realize the reality of the soul within. And that's, you know, and they're all here. I just want to say this, and I want to get your opinion on this. They're all here watching this. We are literally the greatest show in the universe right now. And what happens here has a ripple effect. So they, what I gather is they are future versions of us. And so they've come back to help with the ascension. It's beyond the conditioned mind. One either accepts this or doesn't, and there's nothing wrong with either. But what is happening is they've always been present. They've always here, just out of sight, uh, revealing themselves, though, to those who are ready. They talk a little bit about our government. They talk a little bit about the people who are in charge, who have kept this information from us. You want to address a little of that? Yeah, so, you know, they are aware that those that small minority that has been in control doesn't necessarily have our great you know our greater interests at heart so but there's a perfection in it because without that darkness it would not sort of cause this shift this awakening because if everyone is comfortable if we're just comfortable living our everyday lives why seek change mm -hmm. it's when we're put under pressure and i can speak personally it wasn't until I was put under heat and tremendous pressure did I make that shift in consciousness or that quantum leap. So there is perfection in it. Yeah, no, you're same thing here. Same thing here. I was forced to do it. It's either, I feel like, um, I really feel like we have a choice. You either go to the light and go to God or you don't. And each individual soul has the choice. And when you choose to go with that higher power, you can say God, you can say source, you can say whatever you want. But when you choose to connect with that higher vibration, it changes your life completely. Every aspect is because you now are bringing beingness to virtually all that you do, the doingness. It's, it's profound. Washing dishes becomes quite sacred. Mm -hmm. everything it yeah and I will say and it took me a while and I still work on myself and I I don't know about you I think we all continue to work on ourselves it's a continuous process of evolution and you know the more you expand you know you're going to experience even something from the past that comes up that needs to be forgiven or released so it, it is an ongoing process it, I always say this enlightenment is only the beginning yeah no it's true because i'm at the point now where well i've been doing it for a while where i get these uh thoughts from before and then i have to erase them and you know and a lot of it and i this may be getting a little deep here you guys but a lot of it is 
I have to feel that feeling and let that feeling go. Okay. So some, somebody would did me wrong or did said something and that kept, keeps coming back every, you know, something will trigger that. And then I realized that if I can just feel that feeling of what it felt like and then let it go that way, then it seems to dissipate. What do you think? Absolutely. That's how you alchemize it. Ignoring your feelings is not the answer. You have to step into them. Do not fear them, feel them, release them, forgive if you have to, and then let them go. You can even use visualization to do that. Yeah. And that's what I've learned. Now they talk about um, living in the moment because that's how they experience. And what a beautiful um, way they put it in the book they talk about experiencing on a profound level and that what a miracle life really is because what they're doing is from what i understand and what we will be doing is just living in the now and watching creation absolutely and be and realizing we're a co-creators so uh -huh. every I, i've come to realize every single possibility is already a reality in the quantum field now from your highest self where anything is possible, now choose what you wish to experience in your life. Yeah, change it up a little bit. Okay, so we've got a couple minutes. They also talk about uh, telepathy and clairvoyance. In fact, we can talk about that on the last segment because they are mentioning that humanity is becoming more psychic and more clairvoyant. And I know I am, and I know you have. So let's talk about that when we come back. Hey, you guys, this is our last segment. We're going to, we're going to take off here for a minute. I'm here today with Giulio Consiglio. The book is Cosmic Contact. This is Nancy Yeralt. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, 
or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yarrow. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with my friend, Giulio Consiglio. We're talking about the extraterrestrials. Julio, you've had so many sightings and you were talking to me on break about the transforming properties um, that of the ship when you saw it in May from holographic to it changed. Like, how did it change? Talk to us about this. Explain. So uh, in May, we were in the backyard and I was facing the driveway and I said to the guys, it's back. And what happened was the triangle was coming in about two to three hundred feet to the right of us. And this time it almost appeared more holographic to me. We tur- they turned around and we watched it cruise on by and then vanish over the neighbor's house behind us. Okay. So we stood there kind of shocked and amazed that it actually returned. About four or five minutes later, we're in the same positions. And this time the triangle came in, same direction. Now, if you imagine a triangle or a pyramid, dissect it from top to bottom and then dissected horizontally. It was now coming together, moving apart as four pieces. We watched this, and when I uttered, when I when I screamed out, it's back, Matt responded, BS. I said, turn around. And we all turned around, and we watched this thing come together, move apart, and then vanish before our eyes, same trajectory. It was just absolutely astounding, and it just gave me more insight that... This is a consciousness-based technology. It spoke volumes to me. So why do you think it went apart and came back together? To show you its capabilities? Uh, Absolutely, to demonstrate its potential. And its playfulness, I've related to that of a dolphin. Because we had one night, I believe it was April 29th this past year, 15 or 16 sightings where it was showing itself as various orbs in various shapes. Absolutely incredible. What do the neighbors think? The rest of the neighbors. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the, the, the neighbors behind us think it's absolutely incredible. Like they've had a few with us, but nothing the likes of which when I've had 
with these guys or when I'm by myself. Um, it's just an outstanding. Now, what's been going on lately since, you know, we've been talking about 20, 2020, 2021. Now here we are, 2022. Where are we today? Bring us up to date. What's been going on I, I feel as a collective, we are moving closer and closer to that shift in consciousness, that small percentage of awakened souls, like a tuning fork, are going to impact the, the rest of, of the collective. And as soon as people awaken more and more to this possibility, I have so many Instagram followers that are saying they're looking up now and they're seeing things. And, and, and I should add this, these sightings are so profound and spiritually uplifting. You know, I've compared it to my own spiritual awakening in 2005, and it's as profound, if not now, more so. So there's been no negativity surrounding this. It's all been quite uplifting. Okay, now I'm going to kind of throw a couple things at you. I want to know what you think. I've had a lot of people on the show. I've had Raymond Keller, who's taught, he works with the Venetians, and he, that he's real interesting. I've had a lot of different, I've had Rob Potter on. A lot of people talk, I've had Gene Decode. And people talk about the reptilians and the underground bases. And so not all of these ETs are pleasant. There's a lot of that are connected with our governments that are running the show. They're here to get minerals. Um, they're they're living underneath. They're we're having to. There's a war going on. We're having to fight them. Do we have you? Do you know anything about this? What's your take on this? My my take on this is all of this phenomena. Number one is actually spiritual in nature. Mm -hmm. So if we say we had the fall of mankind, uh, we talk about the fall and the fall in consciousness. If we really start putting a, a name on it, we can say, so there's that word Satan, but what, what, what if it is actually a negative sort of entity that has taken over that collective, the collective of humanity? So we can focus or you, one can focus on that. And, you know, if, if they do exist, maybe it's 5% of all these ETs, but there is no stopping the awakening of humanity and they know that the time is up. So, you know, it's going to look darker on the surface, but it's, this is where it's important to anchor yourself, be still and trust faith, uh, cultivate those. Yeah. Cause they are trying, and I agree with you wholeheartedly and stay centered. And the more you connect and I bring in the light every day, I tell everybody to do the same thing, bring up the light, ground yourself stay aware because what I'm watching now, I, I didn't do any uh, current events at the beginning of the show, but you know, I see a lot of uh, places are having trouble with their water and uh, food. And so what I feel, and I want to know your feeling on this because we have a few more minutes is, you know, the dark, obviously we stay centered. We stay connected to the light. We watch what's going on, but I, I am aware that the dark is doing everything they can to corrupt our food system, to corrupt our water, you know, anything they can. Cause it's like the last, it almost feels like, like you said, their last ditch effort. Cause they know they're going to lose. It's a, it's a uh, war. Absolutely. But, but what I should also add is this has been going on for a long time it's just now we're becoming more aware the word apocalypse means revealing it's actually being revealed to us now 
So as this darkness is purging and coming to the surface and rearing its ugly head, you have to realize it's always been here, only now we're becoming more aware. And the gift that comes in that awareness is you can look at it, observe it instead of react to it, and choose differently and focus on the world you want, a new earth. Right. Right. You know, I love Maureen St. Germain. She always says, wake up and say, I'm going to have a day of heaven on earth. And that's how I've been waking up. It's whatever intention you put out to the universe is how your day is going to be. If you wake up in the morning and I've been doing this now, um, Julio, I say, thank you for the warm bed. I slept in. Thank you for my house. Thank you for my food. I'm grateful for what I have. You know, we forget to be grateful that we have electricity. We forget to be grateful that we have the warm bed to sleep in and food to eat and the sun in the sky and just walk outside, you know? It's so important. Perspective is, is everything. So just making that shift to gratitude can literally change one's life. The word present, if we break it up, is present. So whatever it is you're entertaining and being grateful now is what you're going to be calling forward in a future present present right because we are creating our reality right now so whatever you think whatever you feel whatever you say goes out into the universe and the universe reciprocates it doesn't make a decision for us it simply is a mirror to our vibrational frequency our thoughts our words our our energy field yeah and you know and that's why julie i'm so big on affirmations the affirmation queen <laughs> You know, because, well, I learned a long time. I learned this years ago um, in real estate when I was a single mom and had to create business for myself. And, you know, it's really important that you tell the universe what you're looking for. It's like prayer. You know, when you ask God or ask the goddess, I say the God and the goddess now because there's a male and a female. And if you ask for what you want and you believe you can have it, it will be yours. Yeah, it's just allowing it to unfold and allowing it to express to you and through you. It's it's our limiting beliefs that close us off to the miracles and, and to the potential that we have within us. Right. And, and I want to talk a little bit about timing because it's not always in our timeline. You know, there are things, I've been trying to sell my house for a couple months, finally sold, but it wasn't in my time. It was in divine timing. So even though we have choice and even though we can draw things to ourselves, there still is a bigger picture. Of course, there's a perfect orchestration. Uh, and when we realize that and we, you know, there's a difference between needing something and, 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 and having something, a desire fulfilled. If, if you're looking only to, to need something, that's the ego sneaking in the back door and saying, oh, I want this right now. When we trust and allow, uh, you know, it could open the door to actually something greater. So yeah. it, 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 the trust is a big thing. You know, and I have to say, I'm so glad we're ending the show this way because trust has become having faith in a in our creator and you know god and the goddess i say there's both because there is the male and the female that has been something that i've been tested on and hopefully i'm going to say i've learned it i trust now it's taken a lot to trust i, I i'm gonna th this is important to mention 
every fire that I've been through in my own life, you know, the personal fires were all lessons in faith, trust, and trust that, you know, when you surrender and your will becomes one with God or source, you know, you, you, you become unstoppable, but then now you're allowing miracles to express through you. So every fire that I've been through was a reminder, trust, faith, let go. Right. And for everybody out there, I want to say this and then um, we'll get out of here for a minute. But I just, you know, I always think about the animals and the birds because they trust. They know they don't worry that they're not going to get fed. They They trust God. So why don't we, you know, it's really interesting. Compare ourselves to nature and then just be one. You know, it sounds really ooey gooey, but it's absolutely the truth, you know. Absolutely. I think, I think they're sorry. What's next? What's next? Yeah. Um, that's, that's to be seen there. There might be a follow-up to this book I'm sensing and it's going to come. Um, this is my thing. I, I sense face-to-face contact for a lot of people is going to happen within the next year or two. Okay. And I'm just sort of letting go. Uh, you know, I've had these objects, this, triangle in particular come within 150 feet of me and it's getting closer and closer so uh we'll see what happens we'll see what happens you guys cosmic contact julio consiglio thank you so much for coming on the show today it was such a pleasure it's always a pleasure to talk with you nancy i love these conversations thank you Okay, we'll have him back soon. You guys, this is Nancy Yearout. If you want a psychic reading, if you want an angel reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com, and you can book your date and time. We will see everybody next time. This is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. Everyone take care and God bless. Please join me next week on the High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. You can find High Road to Humanity on Apple TV and on Roku under Healing Within TV. Have a blessed week and know by staying on the High Road, you will make it to your destination. For a psychic empath reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com, to book your date and time with me. I will deliver your message from the angels. God bless.